Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. doesn't matter who you are. The risen Lord suffered and died on a cross for you. My podcast series is devoted to the Catholic faith. My goal is to reignite our faith. Please note, my podcast remains explicitly of my own experiences and opinions. However, any core belief or statement made regarding the Church comes solely from approved Church sources, such as the Catholic Church Catechism. Hello and welcome to Volume 11, Part 7, The Sacrament of Matrimony. This is the final sacrament in our lineup of sacraments and in this mini-series. Um, I really hope you've enjoyed the lead-up to this final uh, volume. Uh, let's see how we go. Hopefully you learned something about the sacrament of marriage. Um, just one thing before I continue... The information I have today that I'll be sharing with you has come from the compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. So let's get started. God, who is love, and who created man and woman for love, has called them to love. We call this intimate communion marriage, known as the sacrament of matrimony. This sacrament is affirmed by our Lord Jesus Christ when he says, What God has joined together, let no man put asunder. The Church, from the very beginning, understands this holy communion of a man and woman in its very nature to be for the good of the couple and for the creation and education of children. By creating man and woman, he called them to an intimate communion of life and love in marriage. As the Gospel of St. Matthew puts it, so that they are no longer two, but one flesh. The Lord Jesus not only affirmed the indissolubility of marriage, he raised it to the dignity of a sacrament. Marriage is not to be taken lightly, it is hard work. But God gives you the grace to persist if you ask. Remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, Ask, and it shall be given. The marriage of two baptised persons is, is, as I mentioned earlier, indissoluble. That means everlasting, enduring. Unfortunately, men and women are forgetting this very important element to marriage. It is an everlasting union, sealed by the grace of God. That means you remain united to that person, with the only exception coming from church authority, if they declare the marriage to be null. And this is only under extreme circumstances. Marriage is a beautiful journey, filled with laughter, tears, joy, hardships. But most of all, it is the love God shares with his people, that same love we pass down to each other, to our children, that same love we share with them. In a Christian family, we are sometimes called a domestic church. Why? Because the family lives out the communal nature of the church at home, and with others, it is also the very place where our faith is first proclaimed to our children. Lastly, 
What element must be present for the true communion of a man and woman in the sacrament of marriage? It is known as matrimonial consent. That being the free will of both to give themselves over to each other irrevocably. That means no coercion or any other external influence. Marriage is not for all. God calls people for other vocations during their earthly life too, including but not limited to living for Christ in the church or for using your strengths in another role in life. Once again, I hope you are safe and I hope this volume may help you better understand the concept of marriage and why it is such an important element to, the, to our Catholic faith. There is so much more to the history and elements that make up this sacrament, so please ask your local parish priest to guide you to better understand this remarkable gift of love. Please stay tuned for my future podcast volumes. Until then, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.